Yeah, there's really not a whole lot to say. Um, our players have given absolutely every ounce of energy from day one of spring training. I continued tonight. That's going to continue to the last pitch of the season, and hopefully that's, there's a, a lot more of that. Um, beyond that, you know, we all saw the game. There's not a whole lot really to, you know, you can pick a ton of things apart. I, for me, I'm not going to waste my energy on that. For me, it's the, the players in our clubhouse and what they're doing and how much um, they they love doing what they're doing and how much they're giving to it and how much they care about it. And like I said, just every, you know, every ounce, every absolute everything they have. What more can you do? You know, we're going to continue to do that till the end. And it's been good enough to this point, and hopefully it's good enough uh, at the end. So the Cincinnati Reds blew their entire – well, I mean, they didn't have much of a chance anyway, right? Let's face it. But they confirmed that they're at least a big league manager away from being ready to contend for a playoff spot. David Bell's got to go. I think that was pretty much known by – people like me that follow it as closely as I do. and I followed last night's game during the Buckeye game, but I was watching it on my phone. Reds jump out to like a 9-0, 9-1 lead. Get a great pitching performance from Connor Phillips, who really shouldn't be at the big league level yet, but they're at that point in the year where they're, they're using minor leaguers because the roster is that thinned out from what they started with. He gives them like five and two-thirds, strikes out nine, I saw a stat on Twitter when the Reds are up by nine runs in their history, they were like previously like 261 and zero. When they're when the Pirates were down by nine, they were like zero wins and 360 losses. Now, when they started coming back, you just feel it. You just feel that the Reds were going to lose the game. I mean, I had the Pirates on the money line before the game. I think it was like plus 122. Never doubted the Reds would lose the game. Even at 9-1 early in the game, I kind of was like, huh, I don't know. I just, I feel like they're done. And sure enough, they proved me correct. So one of the things that, that happened uh, in the game was, was kind of like a crossroads moment. The Reds got it to 13-12. The Pirates did not bring their closer in in the ninth. Bednar was, was used up. They don't bring him in. They bring in some guy I've never heard of. Uh, let's call him Winkowski. Runner on third, one out. Reds are down 13-12. Ellie De La Cruz up, hitting from the left side. He's battling, he's battling, he's battling. Again, I'm watching this on my phone. Uh, pitch by pitch as the Buckeyes game's going on. Phenomenal game between the Buckeyes and Notre Dame last night. Phenomenal finish. He's battling, and I'm like saying to myself, come on. You know, I mean, I'm rooting on him. Hit this into the seats. Let's, you know, keep the season going. This could be your your signature moment. Guy battles. I think it was a 10-pitch at bat. He strikes out on pitch 11 after fouling off like five, six pitches in a row. That was two outs. And I think the rest was history from that point. They didn't get that runner in. That was their last dying chance. I will say to lead that inning off, kind of a cool moment because it's kind of feeling like it could be Joey Votto's last ride. He got a single to open it. 
didn't realize Votto was trying to avoid hitting under 200. So, long, enjoyable season for the Reds. A lot of memorable moments. I think a core that everybody assumes, you know, with McLean, Noel V. Marte, obviously Ellie, Spencer Steer, Diaz, who was brought in last night in a little bit of a panic situation by the manager. He came in before the ninth. I think a lot of people figure that with that core, and Hunter Green recently had a humongous, probably the game of his career with 14 Ks earlier in the week. And Abbott, I think people figure that this is a team that's just getting started and going to be around for a while. Now, my counter argument with that would be typically the teams that arrive, they do it ahead of schedule. And I've always said this, the, the teams that are truly good and have a long window, well, they don't do it like next year, 2024, when everybody's looking at them to do it and be the big breakout team. They do it a true year ahead. And really, the Reds have squandered that. And the biggest reason I feel like, because, I mean, let's face it, it's a weak NL. It's a huge playoff field. Everybody really should have, you know, they should have been able to get in, at least get a playoff berth. The biggest reason that they're not is their manager. It's David Bell. Not a good manager. In my old job, I remember a guy complaining about Bell during his first year. Just that he was in over his head. He does kind of seem like amateur hour to me. You know, I think that it can be overstated, the importance of, of having a good manager if you've got the right roster. He's definitely not a guy you want managing a bunch of young players. I don't think that's a good conducive spot for him. So I think they do need to replace Bell. This should be his last hurrah. They probably won't. They're cheap. They don't want to pay a guy that's, you know, under contract but, but not working. Most teams probably make the change here. Go out and get a credible guy. I mean, imagine if the Reds paid up for Craig Council and said a blank check. Because he's Council's proven you can take he can take a team that's assembled like them on a lesser payroll. He's they've watched him do it for years. Win divisions, get to the playoffs. Gives you a shot. Got to a few league championship series. Got close to a World Series. He was one game away in 2018. So, imagine if they gave him a blank check and said, hey, we're buying you out of the Brewers. We're not going to let the Brewers extend you. They get a guy like that, you can't tell me that that wouldn't be a way for them to take this roster to the next level. Above David Bell. I mean, Council's going to win you five to ten games more at least than a David Bell, regardless of who the Reds go out and get. And the free agent crop's not good. Everybody wants them to go, you know, sign these players in the free agency pool. And I've looked at it. There's not a lot there. I mean, outside of Otani, I don't see a lot via free agency that could really help the Reds. I really don't. Um, They're going to have to really look and scour the trade market my guess is somebody is going to get traded, you know, be it India, be it one of these young players that's got some arbitration time left. And, you know, they're going to have to really fill their holes that way because it's it's not out there. They can't go buy it, you know, and they not that they would anyway. But I think if they're going to spend the money, they go get a guy like a Craig Council, um, you know, there's a few other names kind of 
you know, out there. But but they need their their Tito Francona, you know, their guy that comes in and just writes the ship. Not a first time guy. Not David Bell coming back. Um, I look back on this year for them. It, it's my friend said yesterday he lives in Cincinnati. Turned out way better than anybody could have hoped. Couldn't have went any better. I mean, I kind of disagree with that, but definitely for me, the most excited people have been about that team in, oh, I would say 10 to 15 years. Um, and you remember, if you're a guy like me, little bits and parts of every season that will stick in your mind forever. I mean, I'll never forget when I was in Florida with my family, had this beautiful house rented out. I just kind of watched baseball all night. And, you know, there was no blackout restriction down there, so I could see the Reds. And uh, it was, I think, Ellie's was either his first or second game, and he hit that monstrous home run that went to the final row in right field in the moon deck. And I, I said, my God, you know, this guy is like the greatest athlete I've ever seen in my life. I mean, I think he could be. You know, I'll just never forget that feeling. And right on the heels of that, they won 13 games in a row, which I, I don't remember them ever doing that before. And I don't think I'll ever see anything close to that again. But that was a, a definitely an exciting team where for a while it, it all came together. They got hot and they almost stretched it into a postseason berth. You know, there's a lot to be said for being able to take it, take it into the final week of the season. A lot of these young guys that people are excited about are a big reason for that. Wasn't a team that got a lot out of veterans. I mean, I like Friedel, nice player. Uh, but I saw them play in April, and it's like they've transformed since that. I mean, it's that was a bad team. That was a 90-100 loss team. And really, a lot of times, all you can ask for you know, these last few weeks when the leaves are starting to change, you know, really that is, for, for all intensive purposes, that is playoff baseball. They've been in playoff mode every night, and they just crumbled underneath it. But if you can get into these last couple weeks, and you're still giving your fans, you know, relevant games to, to watch and that playoff atmosphere, and it's good for the players too. So wanted to... Uh, Devote my bit to the Reds, laying them to rest. Uh, I'm on a walk and uh, getting ready to go watch some football. But uh, definitely a good year for them that I'll remember for a long time. And looking forward to seeing uh, what what Ellie De La Cruz can bring uh, to the Reds next year along with that other young core. Um, I'll, I'll go out there. I, I asked on Twitter everybody's prediction for Ellie's 2024 numbers. I'm going to say he finds a way to hit 245, 250 OPS in the low to mid 800s, which he's below 700 now. Don't look. Stole bases 32 and 33 last night. I'm going to say he hits 33 homers. And I'm going to say he steals 65, which 
for a 22 year old next year, um, I think a lot of people would sign up for that right now. And uh, I think you're going to get some good numbers out of McLean and Marte too. Red's got to find a way to get all their bats in the lineup. But overall, exciting season for the Reds. I think I said on a few episodes ago with Joey, I think they fall, you know, a game or two short. And it's going to come down. And another thing I said was it's going to be in their own hands. And it, and it has been. They just haven't won the games. So, all right, everybody, have a blessed Sunday. God bless.